Sometimes I wish I could boldly go where no man's gone before. Welcome to Launching the Pilot with your hosts, Brian and Paul. Hello and welcome to episode 37. Season. <sighs> season. Season. Season 37. <laughs> Who would have thought it? Yeah. This time we're taking a look at a little unknown franchise again. Well, it could take off. Yeah, I think it might. You know, if people watch it, and I think there could be a following, but you know, at the moment it's a bit of a cult thing. It's just forgotten. Uh, and this is called um, Trek Star or something. Trek, yeah, yeah, something like that, isn't it? Yeah. I think they're working on the title. Yeah, it's a working title. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, as it's fifty years of Star Trek. Uh, and every other podcast has done Star Trek. Well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure every other podcast must have done was, Star Trek yeah. at some point. But they haven't done it with our unique spin I was going to say, no one's ever done it with our unique lack of knowledge. And lack of facts. <laughs> lack of facts. And getting people's names wrong. Yeah. And, and, and that guy from, yeah. 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 That's, that's, and suddenly throwing in questions that we've just thought of that we haven't actually got any answers to. Yeah. So, so nobody's done it like that. No. <laughs> well, be prepared. We're going to. <laughs> so yes. So we have a look at the unaired pilot, but it has been aired. In it was aired in like '86 or some time. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure later. you non-Trekkie fans may have even seen this. Yeah, yeah. The Cage. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, Trekkies, that might catch on. No, no I think Trekker. Isn't that a fruity bar? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> not that sort of fruity bar. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so, not the Blue Oyster Club. Yeah. The Pink Punters, isn't it? <laughs> once. I walked in there yeah, once. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but you never walked out, okay? <laughs> not the same. No. <laughs> so, um, this is 1964. Yeah. And this was like two years before it aired, um, started in 1966. Yeah. So that would be the 50 years. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the episode they cut up and made into a um, two part uh, the menagerie. And, uh, We're going to name this at this moment, folks. He knows everything about <laughs> Star Trek. I do not know everything. I have watched it. So. How many times? A couple. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the um, yeah, as we say, the, the cage pilot as yeah. they put it together uh, to make it an episode. Uh, and this was the twenty-five minute black and white pilot we looked at. You did, <laughs> yeah. Just seeing your reaction there. No, no, no reaction. Did you gave me this to watch? No, actually, you didn't. I found this. Yeah, you everyone, this one. everyone has this one, don't they? Surely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's showing on my DVDs. It's on like um, season three or something of the Star Trek series. Yeah, well, as it would be. It's there. But even at the VHSs, it was came out of the VHS. Yeah. The listener yeah. may not know that. He <laughs> <laughs> may have been a Betamax man. It could have been. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> no one was a BMX fan. Or a laser disc. <laughs> yeah, laser disc. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so this is starring Jeffrey Hunter. Yes, Jeff- Jeffrey. That's Captain Christopher Pike. Uh, Susan Oliver plays Vina. I see you've written all this down. Yeah, I know, because that's. You just know it anyway. I thought this was what we were meant to do. No, no, I'm sticking to my usual plan right. of least knowledge. Uh, Mr. Spock was played by. Nobody, because there wasn't a Mr. Spock. There was a Mr. Spock, Leonard Nimoy. Oh, was he Spock? He was well, still Spock in it. From Spock, Spock. A Major Lee Barrett played uh, number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't give her a name. No, they didn't. No, 
I think there was a novelisation where they gave her a name later on, but uh, there's that's not, that's nothing to do with this. So... But it started off... I thought the music's a little bit subdued. It's not the vibrant Star Trek music that we know. It sort of is. <laughs> it is, but it's, but it's a not... different key, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit slower, slower. Yeah. And did you like the way it zoomed in onto the bridge? It came sort of straight into the bridge, didn't it? Yeah, it did. On top. Yeah. And there's, um, there's something out there, apparently. Well, before we get to something out there, yeah. Spock's eyebrows were a bit iffy in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, everything was a little bit iffy. <laughs> well, yeah, ill-fitting uniforms that just looked like knitted together quickly, <laughs> weren't they? <laughs> no uniform seemed to fit anybody. This is uh, six thousand, uh, six $630,000 pilot or something. Though, their claims that that isn't actually right, that it would cost a lot less. So. But it looked like it cost a lot less. You <laughs> say it did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at those times, it probably was a lot. Anyway. Yeah, but yeah, it did look, all look a bit thrown together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Spock wasn't quite Spock, but... Uh, yeah, and number one was more Spock than Spock. And yes. Clearly. And as it went on, because um, Jeffrey Hunter played it rather internally, didn't he? You know, he's a really, he wasn't, he wasn't a Shatner. Oh, no. <laughs> Jumping no. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so he played it, he was rather subtle. So I think then they didn't even feel like he had to up his performance. Yeah. So he's more, he's, out, he's, he's yeah. more outgoing, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think you thought that that's the way to play off against it. But, um, but as you say, there, there's something out there, isn't there? Yeah, what happens is they've, got, they've, they've been some incident and they've got injured crew, they go into a star base yes. to replace and replenish supplies and yep. get the injured off. <laughs> come off. <laughs> yeah, just, they're naked. Uh, but then they come across something out there. And what they find out is it's a distress call. Yes, an old... Radio kind of, wave. Yeah, radio wave distress From the call. SS Columbia. Check the circuit. All operating, sir. Can't be the screen, then. Definitely something out there, Captain. Headed this way. Could be these meteoroids. No, it's something else. There's still something out there. It's a radio wave, sir. We're passing through an old-style distress signal. They were key to cause interference and attract attention this way. A ship in trouble making a forced landing, sir. That's it. No other message. I have a fix. It comes from the Talos Star Group. We've no ships or Earth colonies that far out. Their call letters check with a survey expedition. SS Columbia. Disappeared in that region approximately 18 years ago. It would take that long for a radio beam to travel from there to here. Records show the tallest group has never been explored. Solar system similar to Earth, 11 planets. Number four seems to be class M. Oxygen atmosphere. And they could still be alive, even after 18 years. If they survived the crash. We aren't going to go, to be certain. Not without any indication of survivors, no. Continue on to the Vega colony and take care of our own sick and injured first. We have the helm. Maintain present course. Yes, sir. Yeah. They were supposed to go to Vega Colony. Uh, and they got lost. But um, 
but as the captain says years ago they're probably all dead yeah just go and carry on but then they get another message don't they yeah don't at some point the they're not sure what it is, are they? At first, at least no. from the red light. I've got here that someone blows a kazoo, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it basically is, and makes the red light flash. Yes, the red light goes on. <laughs> they change the bulb. Because yeah. <laughs> yes. that's a woman with a kazoo, and they're, they're sort of. It's supposed to hide tension, isn't it? Yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah, what I mean, we're coming towards. You know, they can't work out what it is. Spock seems to wave a hand. Over something, the, che- the the screen changes. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got the first wee. <laughs> yeah, he just sort of waves a hand. How'd that happen? <laughs> images change, don't they? Yeah, information comes up. Yeah, he just waves his hand over it. Of course, that's, that's going to be in the future. Possibly, maybe not in the next episode. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> um, I've got. Uh, he calls up a, a mobile drink dispenser at one point. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> to make them enjoy. Yeah, what? Well, well, there's this little bit where um, the captain then goes back or goes back to his quarters. Yes, yeah, that's right. And he's yeah. walking along the corridor and there's people in beachwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know they're off duty, but. <laughs> Bad enough, he's got injured people on there. He's just got. <laughs> people walking around in, in bikinis and shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the like, younger chief, yeah. younger viewers, that one. There's the Doctor voice because there's no Leonard McCoy, is there? No, no, no. And I say, he's like a mobile drinks dispenser. He is. He makes just drinks. Yeah. Just turns up and makes him a whiskey or something, yeah. doesn't he? Martini. Is it a martini? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Any time, any place, anywhere. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a few women like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. No, no. <laughs> the captain wants. He says he wants to retire, doesn't he? Yeah. He's had enough of all this. Yeah. Game. He, he wants to get his horses and go live in a field somewhere. Or, or be a, a farmer, or be a yeah. whatever. He wants a trader, spice trader, dealing with Orion slave girls, and yes. that's what the doctor says. You you wouldn't fit into that life. You yeah. Know? This is where, because he's, he's just tired of it all, isn't he? He's just fed yeah, up. Yeah, he's fed up. Deciding who lives and who dies. and Yeah, and all these people are under his sort of command, aren't yeah. they, as you say? Yeah. What's that? I don't say there's anything wrong with me. I understand we uh, picked up a distress signal. That's right. Unless we get anything more positive on it, it seems to me the condition of our own crew takes precedent. I'd like to log the ship's doctor's opinion, too. Oh, I concur with yours, definitely. No good, I'm glad you do. Because we're going to stop first at the Vega colony and replace anybody who needs hospitalization. And also... The devil are you putting in there, Ice? Who wants a warm martini? This is the martini time of day. Sini Rosso. Anytime, any place, anywhere, because Martini is the right one. What makes you think I need one? Sometimes, a man will tell his bartender things he'll never tell his doctor. What's been on your mind, Chris? The fight on Rigel 7? Shouldn't it be? 
My own yeoman and two others dead, seven injured. Was there anything you personally could have done to prevent it? Oh, I should have smelled trouble when I saw the swords in the armor. Instead of that, I let myself get trapped in that deserted fortress and attacked by one of their warriors. Oh, Chris, you set standards for yourself no one could meet. You treat everyone on board like a human being except yourself. Well, now you're tired and you... You bet I'm tired. You bet. I'm tired of being responsible for 203 lives and... I'm tired of deciding which mission is too risky and which isn't, and who's going on the landing party and who doesn't, and who lives, and who dies. Well, I've, I've had it, Phil. To the point of finally taking my advice, arrest, leave. To the point of considering resigning. And do what? Well, for one thing, go home. Nice little town with... 50 miles of parkland around it. Remember I told you I had two horses and we used to take some food and ride out all day? Oh, that sounds exciting. You ride out with a picnic lunch every day. I said that's one place I might go. Oh, I'd, I'd go into business on regulars or on the Orion Colony. You, an Orion trader, dealing in green animal women slaves? But the point is that this isn't the only life available. It's a whole galaxy of things to choose from. Not for you. man either lives life as it happens to him, meets it head on and licks it, or he turns his back on it and starts to wither away. Now you're beginning to talk like a doctor, bartender. You take your choice. We both get the same two kinds of customers, the living and the dying. But then I think he gets a call from Spock, doesn't he? Yeah, he goes back up onto the bridge, doesn't he? The, 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 the art survivors. Yeah, of this uh, crash. I like the way he, he walks into the yeoman and he says, can't get used to having a woman on a bridge. Yeah, then there's number one. one yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean uh, you, you know. <laughs> I don't yeah. think of you that way. Yeah. <laughs> Which is lovely. Yeah. Yeoman? Yes, sir. I thought I told you that when I'm on the bridge, I accept. But you've wanted the reports by 0500. It's 0500 now, sir. Oh, I, I see. Thank you. She's replacing your former yeoman, sir. Now, she does a good job, all right. It's just that I can't get used to having a woman on the bridge. No offense, Lieutenant. You're different, of course. I like the figure that they, they speed up through space. Yeah. And the special effects, is there's flashes everywhere, isn't there? Yeah. Them just standing on the bridge and just flashes of Yeah, light. then the music's all kicks in as well. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I've got you know, flashings of light all around and the music starts up. Yeah, that's it. This, this, it goes on for a little while. It goes on for a little while and they don't do anything. They no. just sort of stand there. But I suppose this is like special effects at the time. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's top. And it is only the pilot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. It's being only made for uh, executives and producers to see if they'd ever want to buy this thing. Yeah, I mean, it would have been shown, I think, if they had. <laughs> yeah. Probably. At that time, they didn't sort of shelve the pilots, did they? And, no. No, no, because they spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. And uh, this Talus is the, the planet they're heading towards. Is it Talus, I think? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Know. <laughs> I know uh, I've got here... That a man comes over with a report yeah. of what's happening, and Spock seems to compete with him that like, I've got a better report than you've got. He <laughs> tells him something else, doesn't he? I've got a pie chart, look, <laughs> graphs. You've been working weeks on this. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's, it's a flip chart, isn't it? Yeah, it's all paper, it's not like. Yeah. It's not like. Yeah. 
minutes ago he was waving his hand changing images now we've got the flip chart <laughs> you will never replace paper <laughs> right that's true paper reports yeah hand rock paper scissor whatever <laughs> well they decide that they're going to beam down don't they yeah but number one to stay behind yeah. because she's the most experienced officer yeah. apart from him yeah, yeah she has she's, to stay she's she'll be in charge of the ship so they beam down yeah I noticed yeah no one's in red no, no, there is no red no, shirts. I mean, there's no red shirts in this, no. is there? That's significant, people. For <laughs> I'm sure you've worked out the red shirt. Oh, that, that's overused, the red shirt thing. Oh, it isn't. It is so overused. Not in that series, it isn't. <laughs> no, it's a few. Few die, you know. Most of them. No. no. Only Scotty's the only red Scott, one. Oh, right, Scotty <laughs> was once killed and brought back to life. But, you know, so in red. Even he died when he was wearing red. But, <laughs> but it's not that many. There's loads. There's hardly any. Probably a handful at most. Anyways, <laughs> so we've got um, dancing flowers. <laughs> well, I've got singing bush. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was Kate. It's like the Three Amigos, is it? <laughs> Kate Bush. Yeah, yeah one of the Three Amigos. <laughs> uh, and a smiling Spock. <laughs> yes. He's quite happy with these uh, dancing flowers. No, you must remember the flower dancing craze. Oh. Excuse me. Are you the singing bush? Let me talk to him. Excuse us. Are you the singing bush? Wait, annoying. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Yeah. And that suddenly I realised what you were talking about. Yeah. I thought, what, the 60s? <laughs> yes, I remember them. Yeah. Played a bit of music and the flowers would dance. Yeah. Oh, we laughed and we laughed. But, I mean, this is way before that. Oh, yeah. They're on, they're on to a winner here. They've got plenty Dance and fly on. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. No batteries required. No. So they find some dishevelled survivors. Well, okay. Mostly old men. Well, um, I yeah. think there's one exception. Oh, well, the, the aliens are watching them through a little screen. On CCTV. Yeah, they are, yeah. yeah. Full colour. Yeah, they're they're big to them. Yeah, big Brother's watching yeah. There's always someone. The Dr. Apolt. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. There's Vina, isn't there? Yeah. A stunning woman. Yeah, completely out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the doctor's reporting that they're all okay, okay, and then suddenly she appears. Yeah. And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's um but the doctor reports that they're healthy too healthy they're all in perfect health yes so these regions aren't right they can't be in this no they've aged but they're still in yeah. apart from her are in absolute perfect health and they say that there's a reason for this and they show them Vina will show the captain oh yeah and um and they're humans Captain Christopher Pike, United Spaceship Enterprise. Dr. Theodore Haskins, American Continent Institute. Is Earth all right? The same old Earth, and you'll see it very soon. And you won't believe how fast you can get back. Well, the time barrier's been broken. Our new ships can... This is Vina. Her parents are dead. She was born almost as we crashed. I think it's time to show the captain our secret. Their health is excellent, almost too good. There's a reason for our condition. But we've had some doubt if Earth is ready to learn the secret. Let the girl show you. We'll accept your judgment. She, she, she takes the captain off to a, a mountain 
Well, it's hardly a mountain. Oh, it's not a mountain. Of, right. Okay, it's a cave, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Just... Okay, polystyrene rock. <laughs> and um, then the door opens, alien appear and gas him, don't they? Big heads, I've called them. <laughs> well, they do boast about their powers, but yeah. are they big heads? Yes, well, I think they are. Big heads. <laughs> they are. Throbbing big heads. Throbbing big heads, yes. Yeah, yeah she takes an... Uh, and they disappear. Yeah, the crew run to shoot the door. Yeah, and the, ha- the camp disappears. Yeah, the camp, all the survivors all disappear. The, there wasn't any survivors. No, they were fooled. Fooled, yes. Fooled. But they all blast the door, but nothing happens. Yeah, Sp- no, this door takes some good old blasting, oh, yeah. doesn't it? Spock reports the loss of the captain. Spock here. Landing party, come in. There is no survivors encampment, number one. This is all some sort of trap. We've lost the captain. Do you read? Yes. Now Pike wakes up in a cell. Yeah, in a glass cage, whatever you yeah, want to call it. There's other so. creatures around. Yeah. Make hell is <laughs> Chicken Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure about Chicken Man. <laughs> yeah. Chicken Man is Because I think the first one you see is some sort of giant lizard man sort of thing. Like, it's a monkey. Isn't is it, it a monkey, monkey the first bear, one? Oh, yeah. It's all bear like monkey. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a lot of lizard, but yeah, chicken man. Yeah, there's definitely a chicken man. Yeah, yeah, not quite sure. Now the aliens come up and speak, but they're not using their mouths; they speak telepathically. Well, I've got here the big heads arrive, yeah. t- basically telling the script. Yeah, <laughs> this is what they virtually tell the whole story, don't they? Yeah. And the uh, older uh, Pike is saying, "There's a way out of any cage, and I'll find it." You know. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? My name is Christopher Pike, commander of the Space Vehicle Enterprise from a stellar group at the other end of this galaxy. Our intentions are peaceful. Can you understand me? It appears, Magistrate, that the intelligence of the specimen is shockingly limited. This is no surprise since his vessel was baited here so easily with a simulated message. As you can read in its thoughts, it is only now beginning to suspect that the survivors and encampment were a simple illusion we placed in their minds. You're not speaking, yet I can hear you. You will note the confusion as it reads our thought transmissions. All right, then, telepathy. You can read my mind, I can read yours. Now, unless you want my ship to consider capturing me an unfriendly act... You now see the primitive fear threat reaction. The specimen is about to boast of his strength, the weaponry of his vessel, and so on. Next, frustrated into a need to display physical prowess, the creature will throw himself against the transparency. If you're in here, wouldn't you test the strength of these walls too? There's a way out of any cage and I'll find it. Despite its frustration, the creature appears more adaptable than our specimens from other planets. We can soon begin the experiment. Uh, and we got back on the ship. Yeah, I've got, yeah, Spot and the others hold a sort of a talk. Yeah, briefing. Yeah, yeah. a little chat. <laughs> Shall we leave him? Yeah, he was hanging us back, you know. <laughs> when they're saying if they can control our minds like this, they could be very, very dangerous. Yeah. Brains three times the size of normal men. Well, I like the way that Spock says, yeah, if we start buzzing around down there. Yeah, it would be insects. Which, you know, 
It's a Spock-like phrase. Oh, of course, it was always that. It? Yeah, it's always. I it. think it was his catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> we start buzzing around around there. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, there'd be trouble. <laughs> so they're going to get the big gun and blast the door. Yeah, they could channel the entire ship's power through this one gun and decimate our continent. Let's say. Well, Which is, gets a bit worried when they put up full power later on. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, yeah. Big Ed's have miraged Vina and, and uh, Captain Pike to a castle, haven't That's they? That's right, yeah. And uh, a warrior. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure about the warrior thing. He, he looked very Adam's family. Yeah, he just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's tall, tall guy. Yeah, he just seems to roar like... Yeah, sort. it's a barbarian. Yeah, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's a Rigel 7 barbarian. I'm everyone, sure he was. Everyone knows that. Because that's what the captain had been previously that's thinking, his, yeah, isn't it? That that's, where just he, that's where his crew members got hurt. hurt on Rigel in 7. an ambush, you know. Never get over Rigel 7. Yeah. <laughs> Macho oh, Grande. Oh, that was nothing compared to Rigel, <laughs> Rigel 7. <Yeah. laughs> it was a walk in the park. Pike knows this is still in the cage. He, he realises this must be illusion. Yeah. But the girl tells him, you know, it may not be real, but you'll still get hurt. It'll feel real when you do get hurt. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a, a, well, a poor edited fight I've got here. Yeah, it, I've got classic Trek fight. Well, <laughs> yeah. Because they're all like this. Yeah, they're falling over one way, this, that way. He, I think he throws in one way, but lands another. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The pipe picks up some weaponry, a shield and a club. And yeah. Throws the club and knocks the guy out for a little bit. Yeah, but um, that's where and then he wakes up. He says to her, "He says oh, this is all an illusion. This is how I remember that the castle thing. But you're the same. You're the same gal. Why are you the same gal? I'd never imagined you. <laughs> yeah, you wasn't here at Rigel Seven. So, yeah, yeah well, So what's it this to do with you? You know. And uh, Big Ed grabs the girl, doesn't he? I think at some point. Yeah, you that's know. right. And uh, uh, it throws an axe in his back. Yeah. Pike Pike gets hurt. And then, mm. then, then Pike grabs a pike. Yeah. Don't tell him Pike. Pike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> and you knew where it would come from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then the big agent jumps down on him, but he's grabbed a spear yeah, up. Yeah, and he just he don't like the don't like it up them. They don't like it up them. That's why they don't like it up them. Yes, right. Mark editing note here to cut uh, cut the word bell. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then they're back in the cage. Yeah, you I've mean. got the aliens are standing there, then they walk off, and I'm guessing they're going for beers and snacks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, big heads leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off time, guys. Yeah. Who's, time. who's around? Is it? Yeah. It's George's yeah, round. Oh, George has already gone. Now in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody George. It's all done telepathically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, his wallet's in his upper dress. Yeah. <laughs> his upper schmock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just Peter's telling him he can have anything he wants, everything he wants. You know, he only has to, to be compliant and he can have it all. Yeah, he can have it all. Yeah. She starts to tell him about the aliens. But she says that they will hurt you, won't Yeah, they? yeah. In ways that you don't not understand. You can't imagine, yeah. yeah. I've got, we're back with the crew and their very big gun. Yes, yeah. Yeah, full power up there. Yeah. <laughs> no luck, the door's fine. But then the doctor says this could be an illusion, we could have cut through that door and we'll never know. We'll never know. Because they're that powerful, these yeah. aliens. Now, I've and he's got, right. <laughs> number one, yeah. shouts disengage. Yeah. 
but not into a communicator or anything. She just seems to randomly shout, disengage, and it stops. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, she's got such a powerful voice, they can hear her <laughs> on the USS Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes, disengage. Oh, all right. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're going round again. <laughs> now, Pike's in the cage. Yeah. It says, that, and she's telling the aliens used to, you know, run the planet they used to build things and make things but as they went underground after a war destroyed the planet on the surface yeah. they now their brains got bigger and bigger yeah, and they yeah, just, yeah. You know, control things with their minds and they just got lazy and there's no one to work the machines now and things well for all this they punish her yeah they punish her and they make her disappear spilling the beans yeah, yeah they make her disappear. but she's a woman what the hell she's she mm. it's Gabby aren't they it's yeah. Bobby sort of <laughs> tell everybody everything <laughs> what Facebook was for. The girl was a lone survivor on the yeah. crash ship, but she's the only one who survived. Yeah, they, they, they give him some food now, don't they? They give Pike some food. Yes, and nourishing food. Yeah. And because he won't eat it, they punish him, don't yeah, they? Yeah, like, makes him feel like he's in fire or something. Yeah, I, yeah I presume it's like Dante's Inferno, but I'm yeah. not quite sure. He's no, just never in fire. <laughs> no, no, it's a right. picture, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's a picture. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've read the Dan Brown version. <laughs> Coming out of the cinema on the issue. Or, or has it already been out? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Now, home on the range, I've got here. <laughs> Pike is now with his horses on the range. Yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got horses are called Tango and Cash. Yes, I think they were. No, the one was well, called Tango. 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 Yeah, 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 so I called the other one Cash. Because well, he didn't name it, and I thought, oh, that's oh, good. A bit unfair, isn't it? Yeah, you can't have horse uncredited. Yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, the aliens can't read strong emotions. So yeah, primitive emotions. Primitive, yeah. angry emotions. Angry, or, yeah. 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 And he's her perfect man. That's why they found him. Yeah. And he, you know, he's, he's saying, he's working out that this is, like... They're Adam and Eve. They want a whole race of people they can control. Yeah. So they've got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. This was in Malheur. And next minute, she turns into She-Hulk. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. And she starts dancing for him. A green, green Orion slave girl. Yeah. Now, I don't know where they gets, are. It's very racy, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> She's no Judy Newmar, though. No. No, no, no. <laughs> but, yeah, the some space station or space camp I don't know I, where I think they're on the uh, planet and this is his place oh right so this is what I forget what he was thinking it's, it's yeah it's all but she says as a captain this is something he could never have because he's too stand upright. yeah so this is what he, his secret deep down desires would be or She-Hulk yeah She-Hulk <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> but the crew have now been down haven't they they've all been down uh, so back on the ship the landing party's getting ready but only the women only the girls get to go and this is the Yoma the number one yeah yeah Captain Captain no let me finish but we were a party of six we were the only ones transported. It's not fair. You don't need them. They don't work. But they were fully charged when we left. It's dead. I can't make a signal. What is it? Don't, don't say anything. 
Filling my mind with a picture of beating their huge, misshapen heads to pulp. Not so primitive they black out everything else. I'm filling my mind with hate. How long can you block your thoughts? A few minutes, an hour? How can that help? Leave him alone. He doesn't need you. He's already picked me. Picked her? For what? I don't understand. Now there's a fine choice for intelligent offspring. Offspring? As in children? Offspring as in he's Adam. Is that it? You're no better choice. They'd have more luck crossing him with a computer. Well, shall we do a little time computation? There was a Vena listed on that expedition as an adult crewman. Now, adding 18 years to your age then. It's not fair. I did what you asked. Since you resist the present specimen, you now have a selection. I'll break out of this zoo somehow and get to you. Is your blood red like ours? I'm going to find out. Each of the two new specimens has qualities in her favor. The female you call number one has the superior mind and would produce highly intelligent children. Although she seems to lack emotion, this is largely a pretense. She often has fantasies involving you. All I want to do is get my hands on you. Then you read these thoughts. Images of hate. Killing. The other new arrival has considered you unreachable, but now is realizing this has changed. The factors in her favor are youth and strength, plus unusually strong female drives. You'll find my thoughts more interesting. Thoughts so primitive you can't understand. Emotions so ugly. Oh. Wrong thinking is punishable. Right thinking will be as quickly rewarded. You will find it an effective combination. And Athena's uh, not, not, not too happy about this. <laughs> no, she's not. No, she screams and shouts. You know. she, she, it was, I, I was weeding it. I was coming around. Now, why have you done this? You've got number one who's very... They, they, computer. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a computer. Logical. Strong, logical. She'd have intelligent children. And the other one is young, young. virile oh. and all the rest of it. And obviously yeah. fancies the captain. Yeah. Um, and this is... Um, yeah, the yeah, always thought he's out of her league, but now she's thinking that he's not so much. Now they're in a cage together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the union says he can have his choices now. Yeah, <laughs> and he refuses. Yeah. So no, he's, he's speaking angrily now, isn't yeah. he? So he says, "Don't interrupt me. I've got to concentrate on being angry." <laughs> so they, the aliens, turn off all the ship's controls, don't they? Yeah, Spock on the bridge, and the uh, all the systems go dead. You leave him in charge, and this is what happens. No, no, this no. is why number one's number one. But isn't this where Spock's about to run away? After he loses the two women, he says, Blast rockets, let's get out of here. Yes, that's <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, he wants to so leave long, everyone. Captain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, out right. Captain yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like just a mutiny, isn't it? Yeah. It's cool. Mr. Crisp, yeah. <laughs> <It's just> captain <laughs> Spock. Yeah. Puts up the Jolly Roger and off he's gone, yeah. But unfortunately all the systems go dead so he can't run away. Nah. 
the alien. Oh yeah, because when um, Yeoman and Number One beat down, they've got their weapons still. Yes. And he tries them, but they're dead. He, he thinks they're dead. Yeah, anyway. he thinks they're dead. So he just throws them on the ground near the little lunch hole, <laughs> knowing that he, he did it. I on think purpose. he did it on purpose as yeah. well. I don't think it was an accident. He just no. threw them down there. Yeah. But the alien comes to grab the gun. But yeah. Pike grabs the alien. Yeah. And the alien says that if he doesn't release him, he'll well, destroy... Oh, yeah. Somehow he pulls him through the gap. He does, he... Well, it's only little. The aliens aren't big. <laughs> the heads are big, but the rest of them well, aren't. Okay. They're all played by women. <laughs> Were they? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And the alien, the alien turns into that monkey monster thing, doesn't it? This is yeah. not this illusion I'll choke you. Yeah, yeah. And so it does. It says, it says I will destroy your ship if yeah. you don't. Release it, it says, I'll destroy And, and uh, Vina's saying, yeah, you can do that. You know, you can make them press the wrong button. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know they're pushing the wrong buttons, button. Yeah. And that's when Pike then says, I bet we blasted a hole through this glass wall, didn't we? Yeah, so you're hiding it. And he holds the gun up to him and says, if I shoot this, you'll die because you've just yeah. made an illusion. And suddenly the hole does yeah, appear. The hole appears. And they'd, they'd go off to the uh, lift, don't they? Are you all still don't operation? Hurt them. They don't mean to be evil. I've had some samples of how good they are. Number one sets the blaster to explode. Yeah, she does. Yeah, um, but the alien saying, oh, "This the plan, surface of the planet. This is where we wanted you. This is where you're starting yeah. a new population for us of slaves." He goes, and, and uh, number one says, "I don't want a population of slaves." So she sets it to uh, self-destruct. Yeah. And meanwhile, they're downloading everything off the ship, aren't they? And his head starts. Robbing and <laughs> pulsating, and they're reading all the ship's computers, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they get all the information. Yeah. And they realise that we're a dangerously savage race. <laughs> yeah, let's put them back. <laughs> I think they got to the, you know, the Berman bit and Manchester Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. They started looking like. Yeah. <laughs> He's not bluffing, Captain. With illusion, they can make your crew work the wrong controls or push any button it takes to destroy your ship. I'm going to gamble you're too intelligent to kill for no reason at all. On the other hand, I've got a reason. I'm willing to bet you've created an illusion this laser is empty. I think it just blasted a hole in that window and you're keeping us from seeing it. You want me to test my theory out on your head? Captain! Make contact, number one. They kept us from seeing this, too. We cut through and never knew it. Captain! As you see, your attempt to escape accomplished nothing. I want to contact our ship. You are now on the surface where we wished you to be. With the female of your choice, 
You will now begin carefully guided lives. And start by burying you? That is your choice. To help you reclaim the planet's surface, our zoological gardens will furnish a variety of plant life. Look, I'll make a deal with you. You and your life for the lives of these two Earth women. Since our lifespan is many times yours, we have time to evolve you into a society trained to serve as artisans, technicians. Do you understand what I'm saying? You give me proof that our ship is all right, send these two back, and I'll stay with Vina. It's wrong to create a whole race of humans to live as slaves. Is this a deception? Do you intend to destroy yourselves? What is that? The weapon is building up an overload, a forced chamber explosion. You still have time to get underground. Well, go on! Just to show you how primitive humans are, Tulosian, you go with her. If, if you all think it's this important, then I can't go either. I suppose if they have one human being, they might try again. method of storing records is crude and consumed much time. Are you prepared to assimilate it? We had not believed this possible. The customs and history of your race show a unique hatred of captivity. Even when it's pleasant and benevolent, you prefer death. This makes you too violent and dangerous a species for our needs. He means that they can't use you. You're free to go back to the ship. And that's it. No apologies. You captured one of us, threatened all of us. Your unsuitability has condemned the Telosian race to eventual death. Is this not sufficient? No other specimen has shown your adaptability. You were our last hope. But wouldn't some form of trade... Mutual cooperation? Your race would learn our power of illusion and destroy itself, too. Captain, we have transporter control now. So, the girls being back, don't they? Yeah, leave, one leave. at a time, but they're leaving the captain yeah. there. And he says to Vina, you can come with us, you know. And she says, I can't. I you can't, know. yeah, can't leave. And they decide to show him why she can't leave her yeah. real appearance and she says that she, they, the, her spaceship did crash yeah but they'd never seen a human before so yeah. they put her back together as best as they could everything works but not necessarily in the right order <laughs> a bit like this show really yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah ship's full power comes back yeah. uh, while he's there, they fully restore. He tells you you've got to give her a look back, which they do, and they give her a, a false captain, don't yeah, they? They give her her own pike. Yeah, to have an illusion with. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really do. Well, and uh, captain goes back. Yeah, back on bit, and the omen turns round and says, "Who would have been Eve?" Yeah, and another one says, "Yeah, gentlemen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. it would have been me, of course, obviously, obviously." <laughs> 
Hold on a minute. Oh, I feel fine. Just fine. Yeah, you look 100% better. You recommended a rest and change of pace, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I've even been home. Does that make you happy? Yeoman? Yes, sir. I thought I told you that when I'm on the bridge, I... Oh. Oh, yes, the, uh, the reports. Thank you. Sir, I was wondering, just curious, who would have been Eve? Yeoman, you've delivered your report. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Eve, sir? Yes, sir. Eve as in Adam? As in all ship's doctors, a dirty old man. What are we running here? A cadet ship number one? Are we ready or not? All decks are ready, sir. Engage! And then he says, engage. Yeah, but he doesn't say engage, does he? No. Make it so. No. <laughs> Funny enough, he, uh, that will come up later, because he doesn't say that either. Um, what is, is that um, the doctor says, oh, you look much better. You're oh, much yeah. healthier now. He goes, well, I've, I've, had a, I've been home. Yeah, I've been home. Yeah, I've played with the horses. Yeah, I've had a sheep yeah, yeah. He tells for me to have a break, and I've had it, and he's, he's all yeah. rejuvenated now, and he's not thinking about leaving anymore. No. Well, we resume, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> then, uh, yes. And they just it. go. Yeah, yeah, that's really it. That's yeah, the then we get a funky theme tune. Yeah, it's, it's a bit, bit more funkier now. It's a little it? bit more. Yeah. It's, it's still, paced. Yeah, still trying to find the right key. We're yeah, there. and that is Star Trek: The Cage. Yeah, yeah. So, did you enjoy The Cage? Oh, I do enjoy. I love the original Star Trek. Yeah, it's good. Isn't it? Yeah, I do love the original, even though it's not the Shat. It is. Yeah, it's still. It's still, good. It's still Star Trek. Yeah, it's still Star Trek. Everything was there. Elements are all there. They're not quite. Not quite right yet, but they're, they're close. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they were close. There's no, quite. there's no Scotty or Sulu or, or Bones. Yeah, Chekhov doesn't come back later anyway. No, he comes a bit later. Yeah. Spock's not there yet, as that, we know. Not quite, as we would know Spock to become. Yeah. Now, um, and there's no Uhuru. Uhura. Uhura. Yeah. Uhura. Anyway. Yeah. No. No. None of that. No. Now this was um, first aired in 1988. Apparently, it's the first time it was ever shown in its full entirety. Really? Because did you notice the alien's voices changed slightly throughout it? Yeah, I thought they so. went up and down a bit. Because yeah. obviously they had the original voice, then they redubbed it later on. Uh, when they made it into the menagerie, they changed the alien's voices. So that's the bit you still got, and it sort of goes. Because yeah. when they first released it on video, because I had it, it went, actually went to black and white on the bits they hadn't used in the menagerie. So we oh, colour, right. black and white, colour, black and white. And obviously one, this one was all colour. Yes, yes. Changed it, yeah. Yeah, it, it's good. It is good. 630,000, I reckon it's cost. Though, as I said, there was some dispute whether it actually cost that or not. These are just figures that were just thrown up. You know? <laughs> now, um, obviously, a lot of it changed when you got to uh, the second pilot. Yes. Because this one wasn't accepted. It says it's too thoughtful, too cerebral. You know, it's not action enough. But like you said, you've got to remember that this is like 1964. Yeah, 64. Nothing had ever been seen yeah. like this before. No, and it was built as like wagon train 
to the yeah. stars. You know, it was what it was sold as, and it wasn't, was it? No. But this is, uh, but I, uh, today he's looking back at it, this is good. It is it's very a good story, good. you know, it's compelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes you want to see what happens next. Yeah, yes, right. It's believable, I suppose, in its way, but it is believable. And the thing is, this set off so many other programs. Oh, I mean, this is before man got to the moon. You know? Yeah, yeah. This is the early days of the space race. You know? I mean, you've got to say, this and Doctor Who yeah. really set off sci-fi. Yeah, oh God, yeah. You're turning the two of them, a sci-fi, you know, man travelling through space sort of sci-fi. Yeah, weekly Those, adventures, yeah. These two were way above everything. Yeah. Way above everything. And although we look at it and laugh about bits and bobs about it, it's changed everything, didn't yeah. it? It changed everything on TV. I mean, even like the design of the ship, it's so unique. Yeah. Because if it was a rocket, was it until they all yeah, it was up. Or um, a police box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, everything is a rocket. It might have a few appendages yeah. added to it, but it was basically yeah. a rocket. Everything like Buck Rogers era, wasn't it? Yeah. Everything was a rock. So this is a completely, you know, I mean, it's designed like a, a, a ship, isn't it? Like a, um, a navy. A kind of naval ship, ship yeah. Yeah. Remember how they saw like, yeoman and... Yeah, like the crew that. and all, yeah, sort of thing. Ship's doctor. He calls him the ship's doctor and yeah. stuff, don't they? It is a ship, you know, <laughs> sailing through the uh, universe. Star trekking. But obviously, <laughs> they commissioned a second pilot... Yes. Because they thought it had elements that they liked and thought, oh, yeah, I can see where this is going, but we need more action. But they had to change a few of the crew. <laughs> and when you want action, there's only one man to call on. That's right. The Shatner. Now, obviously, they didn't like... Yeah, this is where it gets a bit... Number one, obviously, a female crew member, you know, high ranked up in, that t- in the 60s, didn't fly too well. Now, the studio say it's because of her acting ability. They didn't want her. But everybody else thinks it's because she's a woman. <laughs> Praying and simple. They didn't want a woman in charge. But isn't she her uh, thingy's girlfriend? She was at the time, yeah. yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> I don't think much allegedly about it. <laughs> so she was going to be in it regardless. Find out what she did. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she appeared as Nurse Chapel. Yeah. Later on. And the voice in The Next Generation's computer. She was... Is she? Yeah. Okay, I won't argue. <laughs> they played Luana next to Troy or something in The Next Generation as well. Troy's mother. Yes, I think I do. Yeah, I can recall that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You mean there's another series? Be... Surely this, this hasn't taken off yet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, there's some cold little programs in the second series. But yeah, so only Spock stayed, didn't he, from the original? Uh, let me think. Yeah, well, yeah well, I don't well, know what you're I'm thinking. Know, I'm just thinking it was a fact. I know, <laughs> I know it is a fact, yes. Yeah. Spock is the only and one. And he sort of incorporate elements of number one, didn't he, into his character yeah. for the second one. He'd become more, more logical cool. computer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> computer style. And hopefully better fitting no. uh, uniforms. <laughs> when they were doing the um, the of Green or Iron Slave Gal, Major Barrett actually stood in for the uh, testing of it. Oh, right. And she was painted all green and done the... Th- and every time the footage came back from Kodak, she was Caucasian again. And I couldn't work it out if the camera wasn't picking it up or... But it was someone at the Kodak studio thinking, well, this is wrong. So he kept rechanging it back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was a bit of a Gene Roddenberry's uh, fantasy, getting her dressed up in green? Probably, yeah. I have about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again, love. Yeah. How do you go? 
<laughs> and green gets everywhere. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we've got to rate this like we rate Oh, it, well, it's going to be right up there, isn't it? Of course, it has to be, doesn't it? It has to be. We don't have a choice. No, we don't. No, because it did go on to kind of make her following. Uh, and you didn't love Star Trek. I mean, you've got to think back to the time when you know, Star Trek was... I mean, obviously, we watched the reruns, not the original. Yeah. But, you know, I'd never even knew there was a cage episode because there was no reading there. You couldn't look these sort of things up. No, because no, when it appears, or is it the, uh, is it Menagerie, you're yeah. saying? When that one appears, you're like, oh, what's this? Yeah, yeah, how have they done this? This made no sense, did it? No. You had Captain Pike, yeah. who was in, now in some sort of pre-Davros wheelchair. He's got his beeping chair. Yeah, his beeping chair. And you're like, well, who's he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not swearing there. Yeah. <laughs> the chair no. makes beeping sounds. Yeah, <laughs> beep. 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 Yeah. beep. once for yes and twice for no or something. Yeah. Obviously, you played by a different actor because Jeffrey Hunter was, uh, I think he, was, he had a heart attack or something. Yes, I think, like, yeah. Quite early on, you know, in his uh, career because it, well, he was a more of a film actor. You know, he was in The King of Kings. He played Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, you swear uh, in there? Yeah. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> but obviously, he, he thought films were the place to be. But obviously, he went to work in Europe then, so obviously that didn't work out too much. No. no. <laughs> what could have been, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so... But yeah, like you say, when, when you watch that one, we're like, well, I don't understand this. Well, it's a good episode. Yeah, it is a good episode. It's a double episode, but I'm still like... There's a kid, I was like, what, what this... Yeah. It's good, but I don't understand this Just, because we didn't know this existed. Yeah, so it sort of makes this pilot canon, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's in there. This is set 13 years before Kirk took over the Enterprise. Yeah, it's good. It is good. It's good. I, I, I do like the way they reworked it in. You know, it's obviously to save money, you know. Oh, yeah. They only needed a courtroom set and clips of this. <laughs> yeah. But it was well done. Yeah, very well done. So, uh, I don't know. I'll go, I'll go nine. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it's, um, yeah, nine. nine. Yeah. Not perfect, but it's bloody close. Yeah, it is bloody close. Yeah. <laughs> for me, for me, watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the idea and the story. It really, you know, it's just, it's so odd. I'd say, you, you mentioned there, uh, uh, Buck Rogers, not Buck Rogers, uh, it's not Buck Rogers, the other one. Here we go. Here comes the John Ramon. This is the bit where people are waiting for. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's on four. D- 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 oh. Flash. Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Flash Gordon. I don't think I mentioned Flash, but I think you did. It's just Flash my, Gordon. my gown just opened. That's right. what made you think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Flash. Flash Gordon. I mean, that is much older. That does. Yes. That predates this by a long way. But yeah. I think, you know, I remember seeing early flashes where they had, like, beaming down to planets as well, like transport. They call it back beaming no, and transport. Yeah. But there was, like, pods that took them from one place to another. Yes, but there is. The old black and white one. So, I don't think this was the first place they thought of. No, you've got the Buster Crab lot, haven't yeah. you? Flash Gordon. Is yeah. that the first? I think it is. Yeah. It? And obviously the idea was the beaming was so you didn't have to land the ship uh, yeah. the ship. It made it, it makes lots more sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, much more sense. Yeah. And it's a great <laughs> a great device for getting them down on the planet. Say, but, but he, the idea and the premise of the whole story and the set design and that is way out there. Yeah. It is absolutely out there. And this was Desilu Studios. Was it oh, yeah, yeah. You're the expert on this. I have no idea. I don't know what the hell Desi Lu Studio sounds yeah. like. Some sort of pop singer. Yeah. I don't know. They, uh, you know uh, Lucy Ball. Uh, Lucy. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, this was her studio. Oh, her, yeah. Desi husband, yes. Lou, Desi yes. Lou, yeah. made the studio. So she's really the one who commissioned the Star Trek. Oh, there you go. Well, she did um, Mission Impossible as well. Is that from her studio? Yeah, that's from her studio. Oh, blimey. And uh, <laughs> she was saying to, um, I think it was Linda, no, uh, Martin Landau, she's saying, oh, I don't really understand this programme, Mission yeah. Impossible. He goes, well, you have to concentrate and watch it. You, have to, you can't be doing other things. You've just got to sit down and watch it in one go. And he was right. He was, because we had struck with that one. <laughs> 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 I was watching it. <laughs> We're still struggling. But anyway, next we'll be doing the other pilot. Yeah. The Shatner. The Shatner's here. You, you can't do Star Trek without No, because we were going to say, oh, we'll just do one pilot. Yeah, it was. I thought, no, we can't. You can't ignore the Shatner. Yeah, we were just going to go from this straight on to the next generation. Yeah. Because officially, that is how it works. But like you say... There is two pilots. There is two pilots. So we'll, just, well next time we will do the next pilot. Yes. Shatner's coming. <laughs> Be afraid. It's, it's like a lot of the programs we do. There's hardly any information really about this, them. There is really so much. It. <laughs> it's too much. It's the opposite of you're thinking. Oh, that's quite interesting. That's it. That, yeah. oh, no, it goes on forever. So yeah, I think Wikipedia had. 26 pages on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just on the first, the Star Trek, the original series, 26 pages of it. Yeah. So, yeah. And it'll be growing still. Yeah. Because <laughs> there'll still be more info people will find out. Oh, God, people will be, be shouting at the podcast if they hear it in their Star Trek fans. So we got that wrong. But, yeah, we're not... We won't take no notice. No. <laughs> <laughs> So next time, we're going where no man has gone before. Oh, good link. Oh, that's good link. Worked on that one, eh? It's taken you all episodes to work that one. <laughs> I've written down from the start. <laughs> and you complained about my Pike, don't let him have it. They don't like it up, um. I knew, as soon as his name was Captain Pike, I knew Dad Arm is coming back, isn't it? <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. Let's beam out, though. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>